Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome to the podcast, the Rooted in Health Radio. I am actually over the moon that you are here. I know this has been a long time coming. I stopped podcasting my old podcast. If you went, if you were there, you remember, you know, and love Hot Heel Girl podcast. But now this is a solo show. M still has po- Hot Heel, the Hot Healed Girl podcast. Yeah, what a mouthful. But I want to go on my own. So I'm so, so excited to do this. I'm, this has been a passion project for, of mine for a while. Podcasting, as you know, is a love. I love to talk. <laughs> so it's a little bit different doing it on my own, right? No one to bounce ideas off of, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to have people um, come on and be guests. I definitely am, but we're just starting the first podcast, just you guys and me. Um, for those of you that don't know me, I'm your host, now and forever. Courtney Otten. I'm an integrative health practitioner, level one and two. I am a mind, body, spirit release practitioner, level one and two, 70 energy healer, mastering blood chemistry with Emily, graduate, um, registered yoga teacher. I think that about covers it in terms of like certifications and things that you need to know about me. I also am certified in a bunch of different group fitness uh, certifications. So if we talk about fitness on here, I have a little bit of expertise in that I used to teach a lot of fitness. Fitness is a huge passion of mine still. It's just fun. It's a love, but it's not what I do on a daily basis anymore. So here we are. I like have been getting ideas all day about what to talk about because I know this is the intro podcast, right? So like I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I just want to introduce myself. I just want to give you guys a little bit of an tidbit into like what's going on in this podcast because like why is this different? Why did I leave Hot Heel Girl podcast? So if you did not hear if you if you're new here and you never listen to my old podcast this may not be relevant to you but I left just because I felt like I was growing and changing and shifting and the container of the hot heel girl podcast was created by an older version of me that I no longer was um and I just felt like it was it was holding me to that old version of me Emily wasn't doing anything wrong we're still really close friends it had nothing to do with her it wasn't a personal thing she understood that it was whole it was just like created by an old version of me that I wanted to leave behind and I wanted to evolve and grow and change and keep moving in this journey and I feel like having my own podcast is going to help me do that and by that I mean the podcast is me my face my voice right like it's it's just me so it's not really holding me to any old version because it can grow and shift and change as I grow and shift and change and I think that that's also what I love about being a business owner because uh, it's constantly growing and changing my business and I'm constantly growing and changing and we're allowed to grow and change together and that's also why I went on my own for a podcast again just because I felt like what everyone expected of it was not what I could give anymore. It felt like it was like putting on dirty underwear. Like I was just like going back into an old version of me or like putting on clothes that are two sizes too small because it was from middle school, right? Like it just didn't feel as authentic as I wanted it to feel. And you guys know one thing about me, it's that I will always give you my whole self. (laughs) I used to work at a bank um, in a corporate setting and they used to talk about like on our diversity and inclusion calls, like bring your whole self to work. And I was like, I'm never going to bring my whole self to work. Right. Because my whole self is crazy and kooky and wants to talk about health stuff and wants to ask you about your poop that day and whatever, whatever. So like here, I actually can bring my whole self to work because part of what I do is that you guys want to get to know me. I want to get to know you. We get on a really deep personal level and that's that. 
that's also why I love to podcast because I feel like it gets deep. It's a long form of communication in terms of like social media. I feel like besides YouTube, no other ones you can get as deep, right? If you're listening, if I'm recording an hour a week of talking, you guys know me better than most of the people in my life. Besides my fiance, probably maybe my parents. That's like literally it. Like you guys know me so much better than so many people that I talk to relatively regularly because yeah, an hour a week, I am riffing off the cuff to you. I mean, maybe not, it's not a full hour, right? Like it's not going to be, but there is a lot that you guys know about my life that a lot of other people don't. And so again, also, if you're just getting to know me, if you are new in this beautiful space, because this is a brand new podcast, um, a little bit, this will just be like a brief intro into my story. Yeah. Because I'll do a deeper podcast and go through the depths because I feel like my story can't, it, it's long. It's, it's a long one. Some people have shorter stories than me and I love that for them. And I just feel like there are so many freaking layers to mine. It's like Shrek. It's like an onion and an ogre. Okay. So my health journey actually starts when I was like a seven-year-old. So again, it's like I'm 28 now. We're two decades in. When I was seven, I was diagnosed with autoimmune hepatitis, which is an autoimmune liver condition. It's not what you think of when you think of hepatitis. Hepatitis like one, two, three, or ABC. See, I had, they, they categorized it differently. ABC, whatever. That's not the same thing. Hepatitis one, two, three was what I had, which is just let's just call it autoimmune liver. That's literally all it is. Um, it's an autoimmune condition of the liver, immune system attacking the liver, right? If you want to know my real thoughts about autoimmune conditions, the body is never just attacking an organ for no reason. There's a reason there's a pathogen. There's a cause that is lodging itself or honestly, a lot of the times emotions and physical causes that are lodging themselves in the organ. And that's why the body is attacking it because the body is infinitely wise and the body is trying to get rid of that foreign pathogen invader, whatever, whatever. So autoimmune liver. Uh, we tried the traditional route. I went on steroids and then I was all good. Weaned off of the steroids. And then a couple of years later, I relapsed. Um, they said that, you know, these things happen. You got to go back on the steroids again. My mom, she was a fighter, still is. If you know her, she's a spicy little woman. And she was like, no, screw that. We tried your way. My parents were both relatively holistic, loved bodybuilding, all that stuff. So they were like, we're going to find an answer a different way. That was 2008. I think I, I'm telling you this. I don't always tell this part of the story, but I feel like it's so, so foundational into my belief that the body can heal because at a seven-year-old, as a seven-year-old, my body healed from an autoimmune liver condition because of one, we had a great approach and two, I did not realize that autoimmune conditions were supposed to be for life as a seven-year-old because I didn't know anyone with one, right? Why would I, except for me? Um, so we did a more natural route. My mom wrote all about it in a book, Karen Courtney, which is so funny that I'm talking about this now because there were years and years of my life that I tried to ignore that that book existed. It was hard to be a teenager and have that happen and a 20 year old. Anyways, I'm sure I'll talk about that later. <laughs> but so my mom goes through how I healed from that. Um, in and in that book, I also actually take on a decent amount of autoimmune liver clients now because of that story, because they feel like they know me because they've read all about me, so on and so forth. So that was my life at that point. 
I go about my life like a normal teenager. I ignored the fact that I had a liver condition or I had history of a liver condition. I drank, I ate like a normal person. I definitely did not respect my body as much as you would think for someone with my background. And then I went through college and I lived like a normal college student. I binge drank. I ate the garbage food. I ate the gluten. I stressed. I drank a lot of coffee. I didn't sleep enough. And it caught up to me my senior year of college. I started having ridiculous digestive issues mid to end of my senior year of college. Like I would be like, I, I'm just going to come out and say it, like aggressive diarrhea, like People always ask because I try and have a little decorum because a lot of people don't want to hear those words. But if you're on my podcast, sorry, you got to get used to it. Like would walk to class, have to duck off in a nearby school building to go to the bathroom because I was like, this is urgent. And later they called it IBS, right? I I always call IBS intense bullshit. Like it's just bullshit. Sorry. IBS doesn't exist. There is a root cause to it and you absolutely can heal from it. It's not to say that your bowels aren't upset, but you can heal from IBS. They're just calling it IBS because they don't know what it is. So had all of that my senior year of college, tried to clean up my act a little bit in that my senior year, but let's be real, I was still a college, college student. So I was going through it and still drinking, still doing all the things. Um, so pretty much the second I graduated, I went gluten-free, dairy-free, candida diet, which is so funny that I went so intense. <laughs> <laughs> um, my body was not absorbing anything at that point. I dropped about 20 pounds on that intense candida diet, like was still having all of the digestive issues and it was a lot of die off and my body was not really able to handle it. I didn't do anything but the diet. I was on like oil of oregano occasionally, but like that was truly it. Um, so that's where I started with crazy, crazy IBS as a 21 year old human. I graduated at 21 because my birthday is in the summer. Um, so then that led me down the rabbit hole of figuring out what the heck was going on in my body, right? Called it IBS, called it leaky gut, called it candida, called it SIBO, but like what was going on in my body? What was causing all this junk? So there were years of box protocols, years of guessing and checking, Went to a couple of practitioners, um, never ended up really getting rid of it. The diet, I I was, I will talk negatively about restrictive diets. Um, and I mean restrictive diets. I'm not talking about gluten-free, dairy-free, because I was on them for so long. I was on a candida diet for probably about four years of my life. And I did not eat sugar, did not eat bananas, did not like I was so stupid strict about it because I thought that food could heal gut issues. And it's a piece of healing gut issues, but it's not all of it. So I, this is really not the short version. I don't know why I thought that I could do this. <laughs> I'm so long winded. Okay, well, I guess this is just gonna be my story. Um, So yeah, a lot, a lot going on with my gut still so many symptoms. Things slightly got better sometimes then they would be worse again. I'd do a candida protocol. I'd be good for like two weeks and then it would get worse again. I do every box protocol. I even worked with a couple of NTPs. And again, this was earlier on. NTPs are, I'm not going to say they're different now, but like address parasites more than they used to, yada, yada, yada. Did the stool tests. And again, this is my experience is why I will say the stool tests are stupid because I did stool tests. All they told me is that I had bacterial overgrowths and I fucking knew that. No shit. I had bacterial overgrowths because 
if you knew what was going on in the bathroom with me, like, yeah, I had bacterial overgrowths, duh. But like, that's not telling you why they're there in the first place. I'm a big proponent of asking why always, right? Like, yes, bacterial overgrowths. Yes, SIBO. Yes, candida. But why? Like what in my body is making it a hospitable environment for those things to thrive even after all these protocols, even after the perfect diet, even after all these years of cleansing and blah, 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 and orthorexia. But I'll talk about that on another podcast, I'm sure. Um, so then I fortunately, then I started kind of getting rid of the gut issues a little bit, but they kept coming back, kept coming back. People kept telling me to address the emotional aspect, to quit my job, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, I'm not doing that because I worked again in corporate finance. Um, it wasn't for me. I knew it wasn't for me, but I was doing it while I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do while I was doing certifications to try and heal my own gut issues. Right. For me, I didn't even know if I was going to use any of them one day, but I was really just trying to heal myself. Um, and then the lockdowns happened in 2020, which is, I openly say, changed my life. Like it changed a lot of people's lives. It saved and changed my life because I started having a full body rash before that, probably two to three months before that. Um, could not get rid of it for the life of me. Went to the dermatologist. I even took topical steroids because it just, it was so uncomfortable. I did all these cleanses. I just gotten done working with an NTP for six months and you would think that my body would be better. And I started breaking out in a full body rash right after. So yeah, not great. It was eczema. It was impetigo. It was not good. And the lockdowns were great for me because it forced me to heal, right? I didn't have to go into work every day. I worked from home. I didn't even leave the house much for three months because where I lived, we were locked down for three months and it was life-changing. And I know, and I'm not saying that it wasn't a sad time for a lot of people and a hard time for a lot of people, but there was a huge silver lining for me personally in that it helped me heal. I don't know how I would have healed without it, without that time sort of and that ability to slow down. Honestly, we were all forced to slow down, right? So like for me, <laughs> I was forced to slow down and I needed it. And during that time frame, I did a couple of cleanses, got out of my moldy apartment. Um, since I had moved to Delaware, I was living in moldy house, moldy apartment. I knew it. There was water damage everywhere. I lived in the top floor. My roof started caving in in my closet and they just cleaned up they said they patched up the roof and I said, what about what's growing inside the roof probably? And they said, we don't know. And we're not going to break open the roof again. So that was not a fun time for me when I knew it had been happening for months. So that's where mold comes in for me. Mold was a huge part of my journey. And that was a huge cause of my skin rash. So if we ever talk about skin rashes, like, believe me, I can show pictures. I get it. It was some of the most uncomfortable times of my life. And then, um, detox mold, did a bunch of stuff there and did a lot of energetic healing. I was getting like weekly, maybe bi-weekly energy healing sessions. I was addressing the subconscious mind and brain retraining and doing some deep physical cleansing, detoxing. And I finally started getting better. And then once I came out of that, you know, no more skin rash. It was, I'm, I'm telling you, my, I came out on the other side, like I was queen of the world. Um, I still start having some like brain fog and fatigue symptoms. I'd moved into a different apartment. Um, surprised ended up being moldy again, but there was a silver lining and that I moved in with my now fiance earlier than I would have before. Um, so 
I had brain fog and fatigue, still a bunch of it. And I was wondering why, if it was mold, if it was something else, then I decided I was being a self core practitioner and decided to go to their muscle testing conference because I was like, someone's going to muscle test me who's a phenomenal muscle tester. And they are going to tell me what's going on in my body. Thank goodness. Give me the answers. I just want the answers, right? Like I'd spent probably four years just looking for answers on my own body in my health journey. So I really, really get what it's like when you're just searching and searching and down the rabbit holes and on your own journey and you feel alone and you don't know that people understand you, right? Like that's why I got on social media because that was the only place I felt like people understood me. I didn't feel like anyone in my day-to-day life really got what I was going through, really understood. Um, Oh God, why am I getting choked up? (laughs) Really understood me in that I It was fucking shitty at points. I had some lows and my now fiance was there through those and the best support system. I always say like through some of my lows, they really showed me his character and who he is as a person. And like, I was already in love with him, but like, I knew I was going to marry him after some of those moments. If he could be there and be such a rock and such an important person for me through the right, like most people, sickness and in health happens. Like you, most relationships get tested in sickness and in health. And for us, it was literally the beginning of our relationship. And he was very, very foundational for me for healing. But so cell core muscle testing conference found out Lyme was a huge root cause for me to the point where like they brought the vial that was like a Lyme vial towards me and I like jolted away so I'm super grateful for finding that out and then my parents this is one of my favorite stories about muscle testing so they said I had Lyme around seven or eight which I was like that probably makes sense because that was around when the autoimmune liver thing happened and like that's probably one of the causes of that for me my parents are moving out of my childhood home and my mom had all of the blood work because she wrote the book um, from me from that age. And she finds a page where I tested positive for Borrelia as a child. Like this was literally at seven and a half. I tested positive for Borrelia, but like they never saw it in the labs. I don't know if they just skipped that page or missed it or whatever it was, but they never saw it. We never saw it. No one ever addressed it. And if you know something about Lyme, you know that it only tests positive in the blood early on. So like, it's usually less than eight weeks. So I must've just gotten it like eight weeks before or whatever. So muscle testing is real because that man got it almost down to a science when I got Lyme. <laughs> Dr. Nick from Cellcore, shout out. I, I told him that story and he was like, Oh, I was close. And I was like, no, I'm telling you the story because I think you were stupid close. And that's amazing. So Lyme, I started doing a protocol that I was muscle testing on myself. It was a cell core and other things protocol. And that's really when the healing started happening for me and King coffee. Oh my God. King coffee was phenomenal for my brain fog. And I will talk about that in other podcasts, but if you have brain fog, I highly recommend King coffee drainage, parasite cleansing, gut healing, mold work, Lyme work. And I started healing and I felt the best I had felt in years. And it was, we'd also moved into a new build apartment complex because I was tired of all of the moldy apartments happening. Um, me and my, again, now fiance. And then I got the winter of severe illness and death. I don't know if any of you remember when the white house put out on their Instagram that they wished all of us who were not veed a winter of severe illness and death. Well, I unfortunately got severely ill that winter. So maybe their bad juju worked, worked on me. No, it didn't. Um, I got the co like most people and it was just like a, it was like a flu. 
we, me and my fiance felt like, okay, coming out of it, like, you know, the body aches, the fever, whatever. It was like a flu. And then I started pushing myself a little bit. I started taking a couple more supplements and I went to a workout. And then the next day I started getting worse again. And I was like, oh, I thought I was coming out of this, but I'm not anymore. And then like, I had a slow little decline where like he started getting better. He was fine. I was much worse. And then I literally quit my corporate job to take my business full time. And my whole entire body and my whole entire nervous system crashed. Like I was bedridden for about six weeks. So if you ever hear about me being bedridden, it was 2022, January and a little bit of February and maybe the end of December of that month. Um, So it was the co that ended up causing a Lyme flare I could not digest foods. My liver was having liver and gallbladder attacks. I was shitting bile. I dropped about 40 pounds. And if you know something about me, 40 pounds is not, I I do not need to drop 40 pounds. I was skin and bones and could barely eat every single day. Um, It was, again, probably the lowest time in my life, right? I could barely walk around the apartment. I couldn't do anything. I had no cognitive function (laughs) and I was bedridden for four to six weeks. If we want to talk about my fiance again, those were the moments that I knew that he was the person I needed to spend the rest of my life with. And if you're someone who's struggled with any sort of chronic illness, then you either know that those are the moments that show you that that is the person that you need to spend the rest of your life with, or maybe the opposite, right? But he was amazing. I couldn't, like I said, I couldn't do anything for four to six weeks. He just took care of me and did everything. And I was bedridden, body aches, fatigue, joint pain, you name it, I had it. And then how did I come out of that? You may ask. This is always a funny one because people are like, how'd you come out of that? Let me tell you. I actually had, hadn't thrown up in a while. I threw up a couple times during that point in time because I would try to take pills. I would try and take supplements. And my body was clearly rejecting them. My body was like, you cannot take this. We cannot handle one more thing right now. And I would throw them up. This happened every time I took pills. So it's not supplements that brought me out on the other side of this. Let's just be honest. Let's call a spade a spade. I am so firm in the fact that it was energy work, MBSR, energy healing, and subconscious retraining, right? Like I'm, that's, that's what healed me. Sorry, not sorry. I couldn't handle pills. That's why I'm so adamant right now about subconscious retraining and energy work. And obviously MBSR too, but all of them together because I couldn't handle pills. My body literally threw up. So that was the winter of 2022. And now we are, it is January, 2024. This is the first podcast I've been. That was when I started my business full-time. I'd been doing it on the side, on and off while I worked my corporate job, but I started full-time, which what a way to start it full-time, right? Like I started it full-time bedridden. And obviously it was meant to be because I could not have done a different job during that period of time. I fortunately had to take some time off of being full-time in this career, but it was great that I was able to because I ran my own shit. If I'd still worked for a bank, I probably would have had to take all the vacation and then quit anyways. So it really didn't, didn't matter. Um, so that's my health story. Long story short, I am the healthiest I have ever been now. I am 
some of the happiest I've ever been. I'm still doing this career, but I do a lot less of a focus on supplements. And I'm not going to tell you that supplements and diet aren't still important to healing your physical body, right? The physical vessel is still very, a very real thing, but I do a huge focus on energetic subconscious work and energy healing because I know what it did for me, for my life, for my health. It was the kicker every single time I, I did physical protocol, physical protocol, physical protocol till I was blue in the face and nothing worked. I did so many different ones. Like you name it, I tried it about gut healing protocols. And when I started shifting the energy in my life was when I actually started healing my physical body. Surprise, surprise. And so that's why I will harp it till I'm blue in the face because I know what my experience was like. And then this past, it's been two years that I've been full-time in this career. I worked with hundreds of clients and I have had a lot of situations where people only want to do the physical. They don't want to address the energetic. They don't want to address the subconscious. They don't want to address the emotional aspect of healing. And I'm going to just be completely blunt and honest with you. The people that heal fully are not the people that neglect that aspect. The people that heal fully take radical responsibility for what for like, okay, I got to this point, but now I can get out of it, right? Like I can retrain my subconscious mind. I can do emotional healing. I can do energetic healing and I can take my supplements and I absolutely am going to heal. They have that inherent faith that their body can heal. And that's just the soapbox I sit on. <laughs> so I feel like this, this feels complete. I know I felt a little rushed, a little fast, but this is my first podcast. So I want to leave you there with all of those thoughts to ponder and think about and be like, okay, I am in for a ride. So if you liked this, I would absolutely love it if you left a rating and review. And if you subscribe to my podcast, I, since this is the first one, I am doing a giveaway for the first week of the podcast. So the giveaway, I will announce the giveaway winners. Hold on. Let me pull up my calendar because we are in the first week of January. So I will announce the giveaway winner on January 10th. January 10th, I'm going to be announcing the giveaway winner. What is this giveaway? You ask if you leave a rating and review of my podcast, there will be other obviously episodes. I'm not going to have you rate and review off of the first one. There are going to be a couple other mini-sodes. You leave a rating and review of my podcast and you screenshot it and send it to the T-H-E rooted in health at gmail.com. You are entered into the giveaway. The giveaway is going to be a few of my favorite things. Um, I love favorite things like parties. So <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It's going to be a beauty counter holiday set and like a, a little travel kit that I'm sending you some of my favorite things that I love to travel with. If you know me, you know that I love to travel all the time. There's electrolytes, there's uh, makeup erasers. I don't know. I'm going to throw a lot of good stuff in it, a lot of good travel stuff. So that's what you are being entered to win if you leave a rating and review and you're subscribed to my podcast because, you know, that's the best way to support me is to share with others how you feel about it. And I mean, my page, my podcast, whatever it is to just spread the word, right? I love my one-on-one -on -one clients. I love my group clients. I love people that support me and buy things, use my affiliate links, but also word of mouth is so, so, so incredibly important as well. And so my thank you is this giveaway. And especially in that first full week that my podcast is live, it's so important 
to get the hype up because that's what gets me that higher in search engine optimization. So you guys know the, the algorithm, the analytics, that stuff's important. <laughs> um, okay. So if you do not follow me on social media, I am the brood in health on Instagram, on TikTok. I also, my website is the That's where you can find me. And you guys know you'll find me at this podcast every single week. The podcasts drop on Tuesdays. So thank you for being here. And yeah, that's it. Oh, I meant the podcast drop on Wednesdays. Well, whatever. Podcast drop on Wednesdays. Thank you so much for being here, for listening along. And I'm so excited to be on this new journey with you guys, my new podcast. And I'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye.